Following a joint performance of Suit and Tie at the 2013 Grammy Awards, rumors began circulating that Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake, two of the biggest artists of their respective genres, would embark on a joint stadium tour over the course of the summer. A few weeks later, cryptic messages on Jay-Z's blog with the hashtag Legends of Summer began appearing and shortly thereafter, the highly anticipated tour was officially happening. Fans who were lucky enough to get their hands on tickets to the sold-out tour were treated to a once-in-a-lifetime event where the chemistry between the two artists made it seem as though they had been friends and collaborators forever. On August 10th, G drove from Montreal to Boston to see them perform at the legendary Fenway Park. These are the memories from that night. The Concert Goers, Episode 5. Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake at Fenway Park in Boston. With your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. Hey, G. Jess, 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 what's up? Lots. This yes. is This is a really exciting episode. I know I say that every time, but... It's rare that we feature two artists. It's rare. It's so it's the first time for two things today. First time we we uh, highlight two artists. Yeah. And the first time we're out of Montreal. That's true. How exciting and is that? And people have been asking like why when are you going to do shows in other places? Like guys, we live in Montreal, but you know. We have been lucky enough. Yes. To see shows in other venues across the world. Well, mm-hmm. you know, across across North America, I you around the world. Well, the, actually, the only show that I have seen—that's not true. I've seen a show in Paris, and I've seen a show in Liverpool. Liverpool. Sorry, sorry. Wait, I are was, you okay? You know what? I got I got sidetracked <laughs> because I saw Lincoln Park in Paris. <laughs> wow! I don't even. I guess we could talk about that another time. Yeah, I uh, had completely forgotten about that. Also, I would just like to point out that I was wearing a stud bracelet and a Lincoln Park T-shirt that I'm pretty sure I still have. Huh. So we wouldn't have been friends. And uh, probably not. No. But I mean, I, I enjoyed. Like, anyways, it's not about Lincoln Park, but I enjoyed the first. It I could be though. Hybrid theory. You know, so yeah, cool. But we're <laughs> not here to talk about that. No, not this time. But this one is. Uh, this one is a really fun one because, as yeah. you pointed out. It's not in Montreal, so where is it? Tell us where it is. Uh, it took a nice little drive, Most, uh, Montreal to Boston, to Fenway Park. How long was the drive? It's about uh, five and a half hours. Nice. And um, I was literally there for the show, and I drove back. Did you really come back that same night? Not the same night. Okay. I had to. I had to leave um, early the next morning because I had a, a prior engagement that I had already planned. That's. You know what? That's that's some pretty, that's some devotion right there. Yeah. That's In my awesome. old shitbox truck there. So we hope for the best. <laughs> Did you? You went with a few other people though, didn't you? And I went then, with my ex. Oh right. And then. Yeah. It, yeah, but I'm. Didn't you bring other? Weren't there other people with you? No, it was just you two. At the show, it was just us. Two. Oh really? I I was sure for yeah. whatever reason that you had gone with other people. Maybe I'm confusing it with another show. But yeah, no, I, it's, it was just her and I, and, uh, and, and that was it. And then we went for the night. We got there the Friday night and went to the show Saturday and, and left. Okay. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's really cool. I've done crazy things like that too. Driving three hours. Uh, you know, I went to see Paul McCartney in Quebec city and then I drove back the same night. 
And yeah, I I'm, I'm always like open to do that, but not when it comes to like crossing borders no. and stuff, you know. No. So if it's like Quebec City or like Ottawa, I feel like I can that probably pull it off. I'd be exhausted, like probably pull it off. Yeah, I've done it a couple of times now that I think about it. But that the Boston thing and the cross border thing is a totally different yeah uh, kettle of fish. Oh no, I, I don't think so. Okay, so this is a pretty epic concert as far as epic concerts go because yeah, both artists at that time and still now are huge but at that time had just released two albums so yeah it was pretty yeah so justin timberlake yeah. released the 2020 experience which is one of my all-time favorite albums i love 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 love, yeah. love that album i think personally i think it's the best justin timberlake album but that's very fair but wait do you like both volumes or or one mm, more than the other one more than the other so I, I like volume one more than i like volume two yeah and at the time of this show, uh, both had been released. Right. That's right. I so, forgot, yeah, I so forgot about that. So there was a lot of material to cover. And, and then, had, yeah, yeah, after, so the timeline was Justin had released his album and then Jay-Z released Magna Carter Holy Grail. In July. In July. Yeah. So like a month, actually like a couple weeks before the, 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 the tour even began. Correct. That's correct. Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, I might have lied and said that the volume two of 2020 experience came out. I don't think it did. I think. Yeah, no, for uh, the first volume came out in 2013. So this was this was yeah. that. OK. Yeah. Um, and, and I think in September of 2013, uh, volume two of that album came out, but he had been releasing singles from from that. Album. That was a that was a pretty big. I remember when that album came out because it hadn't it had been a while since there had been new Justin Timberlake music. I, it was it was literally uh, since Future Sex Love Sounds and also that whole. I, I don't know if I'm right about this, but it may have been a while because of that Janet Jackson fiasco. That could have been. That yeah. really could have been. I. I don't know why, I didn't, buy any tickets or wasn't. I think I was just getting into, Jay Z mm -hmm. and just more into Justin Timberlake than I had been in the past. So I didn't really jump at the opportunity to get any tickets. So yeah. what made you want to go see that show? Other than the fact that they're, you know, amazing. Um, I, I had seen, uh, I had never seen Justin Timberlake prior. I had seen Jay-Z. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I, it was just a combination of both honestly both artists and uh my ex at the time was a huge fan of justin timberlake right. and i was the jay-z fan but i also i obviously love justin timberlake as well and i thought that the it, it was literally a once in a lifetime thing and they hadn't announced a montreal date because we don't have a functioning stadium and that's right um, because it, it was it had to be a stadium it was a stadium tour so they had to go to hmm. a stadium yeah. Um, nobody wants to go to the Olympic Stadium. I'm very sorry. No, and also I would not want to go to Parc Jean Drapeau and stand outside on gravel. No. Although, although now so. the, the site is a lot better. But mm. so they announced the, the opening tour date was Toronto. So why did you choose Boston over Toronto? I, it, it may have just been a, a date thing. I think okay. the Toronto show happened to be during the week versus oh, boston was they had done two shows saturday sunday and we went on the on the saturday and then drove back home so. right got it did you yeah. have a hard time buying tickets the ticket buying process is always interesting using Ticketmaster. 
uh, well, well, now it's a, it's a bit, it's a lot easier. But back then it was like, oh, you just hoped you got tickets, you know, for something. <laughs> and also buying tickets for a show at a, at a venue you're not familiar with. Right. You're like, oh, uh, am, am I going to am I going to screw this up? Like, you know, so you kind of get the layout and, and the ticket prices range from like, you know, millions of dollars to like, you know, 150 or whatever. Right. Uh, and U.S. What did you um, do? You remember what you paid? Yeah, it was. I think it was between one twenty and one fifty. It's it's a it's a steep price. I mean, I get it. They can charge that because they're too. Yeah. But it's a, it's a pretty steep price considering that you have to drive. I mean, that's not their problem. Yeah. But no, no, no. You know, it's it's kind of uh, it's interesting. So I'm gonna see if you remember this. Do you remember <laughs> that we almost won tickets to that? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, we work together. So, we Yeah, so G and I worked together for a number of years um, at a radio station, and we were working <laughs> one We tried day, to win tickets off another radio and station. And we did. We were listening to another radio station. We tried to uh, win tickets to <laughs> see that particular concert, and it was the Fenway Park date. It was, yeah. And so what we did was one of the stations was based in Montreal, and the other station was based in Vermont. And we had them on and we were listening and we and en- we ended up getting through. I don't remember yeah. what the question was, but we ended up getting through. And I think it was my birthday because you gave me your birthday shout out. I'm pretty sure. I think it may have been bullshit. No, I don't think so. I don't no? think it was because the f- the fact that the show was in. Oh, in August, August and it was and May. It was it would have been maybe they they would have had the ticket. So I think I think we weren't bullshitting at that point. I think it was okay. it was real. Um, but I'm. I, I also don't think there was a question. I think it was more like a caller nine thing, and we happened they ha- and they happened to answer. And then but then we had said that we're from Montreal, and yeah. they were like, oh. <laughs> oh. And we were yeah we were a finalist. There were only five yeah. finalists for the week, and we were a finalist. But because yeah. we were from Montreal, there was no way we were going to win it. But no. it was kind of cool. It was cool. And imagine if we would have won out in nuts. It would have been nuts, but then you would have had to take me instead. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. But no, that was, I, I remember that as I was researching this, I thought, what could have been? What could have been? I could have I um, seen. Yeah. yeah. I, I have seen both artists separately. Mm-hmm. But that would have been a special kind of of something for sure yeah because it's like a three-hour show and like uh, 37 songs and yeah. each riffing off the stage was massive the stage like it's and imagine in fenway park like like the stage had layers within the stage because the there was both bands jay-z does have a backing band mm-hmm. and justin like obviously the tennessee kids right. um and tennessee kids already they're just like i don't know like 15 people and you have jay-z's band who who has a pretty yeah, he big does band as well. He's, yeah, I think he it's does. like ten piece band. So it's like there's like twenty five musicians on stage with like dancers and um and singers and, and it's just like a really deep stage. Like they come out from the top, you know, and like there's stairs on the stage. Like it's just <laughs> this massive, massive thing in a stadium. So could you um, was that the, that would have been the main event in Boston that that weekend, right? From what I'm, I believe, yes. And I remember parking at Fenway Park was like. A, I think it was like sixty dollars. Oh wow, it's reasonable. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> so you just you drove directly. So when you when you left from Montreal, you drove directly to Boston. You drove directly to the venue, or did you go to a hotel? Or uh, yeah, I think we probably checked into the hotel, and then uh, sorry, I, I I said that we left the Friday. We did not. We left the Saturday. 
Right. You left the day of the show. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I got confused. So we, we left the day of the show early in the morning to get there, uh, went to the hotel, checked in, and then was like, well, we got to eat something and, and go to the venue. And that's what we did. And then there was a show and then it was the sleep for like, you know, a few hours. And it happened but when you home. got, when you got to the venue, yeah, were, what, what, do you know what the capacity was? It's a lot, eh? It's like, 70. I think, I think it's like, uh, 45, okay. 45,000 or something. Uh, yeah, they, they were both sold out, both events, uh, both shows. I mean, right. so, um, cause you went the first night. Yeah, and already getting there, like I said earlier, when you buy tickets for a venue you're not familiar with, already getting there, uh, you're like, where the hell do I go in from? My ticket says this, but like, yeah, but this is like uh, the other side of the uh, of the park here, you see? Like, And I'm like, okay, well, then I don't know why you have two sections named the same way. But, uh, yeah, but it's Boston. But thank they, you. Uh, they know. Yeah. Thank you, Fenway, man. And uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you, you go there and, and literally... I don't know if you remember the seating at the Olympic Stadium in, at our Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Um, you can literally walk from from within the stadium to the you, other. You, you can yes. walk to the other yes. sections. Yes, 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 yes. So that's pretty much what Fenway is. It's built the same that way, um, but uh, there's a lot of people, and you just have to like read the signs and like like you're if you have section like one thirteen R. You have to make sure you're on R, not a 113L. Also, you, know, you have like, to make sure to check your attitude as well. Yes, because just, people in Boston will kill you. Yeah, just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You're in my seat. That's fine. You want to sit on my lap? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what was, but, uh, did the venue, when you first walked into it, was that your first time at Fenway? Uh, for a show, yes. Not in the oh, venue. Oh, okay. But, but yeah. So did, yeah, it for, live for concert, up, yes. did it live up to its its name for because i know if you've seen a sporting event it's different but if you've seen a concert yeah. there yeah it's it's nuts i mean the one thing you hope for also going to a show like this is that it's it's an open air venue right so you hope it doesn't rain um, right there are covered sections but it, it's those are like kind of the cheaper seats because the whole experience is to have it under the stars right right um so so i mean you go in there and and there's people everywhere and people that you don't know um, people wearing uh, Yankees caps when they shouldn't be wearing Yankees caps. Okay, uh, but I think I think they can be excused for that one night mm -hmm. just because of what the Yankee cap, what Jay-Z did for the Yankee cap. Yes, you're right. But, but we'll I, get it, when we get into the set list later, yes. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Oh, great, I can't but, wait. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, but there's all these things that you have to, you, it's always like that in a different uh, city or anything. You just, you have to look at your surroundings just to make sure, you know, everything's cool. And where's the nearest exit? It's not like we're going to the Bell Center. We know in like the back of our hand yeah. and like, yeah, we know where everything is. If there's a fire, I know where to go here. You're like, oh, do I just run on the field and hope for the best? Or like, you know, or do I? These are all valid know. questions. I'm glad that you spent so much time thinking about them. <laughs> yeah, I tried. <laughs> Did you, um, were you okay with where you were sit where you were sitting? You know, I know you you struggled yeah. with this. Is, I don't know this venue, but were you okay with your seats? Yeah, it was it was cool. It was uh, under the stars nice. and uh, just a bit off to the. Uh, I believe we were on the left side, uh, so kind of, but like pretty straight. You know, fa facing the uh, stage, and uh, I mean, it's it's at a stadium. It's it's interesting. Everything everything wherever you sit will look small. Right. So I mean, as as long as much as we had um, great seats. 
you could still put your hand out to, to the stage and like, oh, look, Jay-Z is an ant. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's it's, just how it is. I guess at that point, it's more about the vibe than it is. About, yeah, 100%. You know, you, you, you're just happy to be in the stadium uh, mm-hmm. and, and watching that show. Okay, so yeah. let's walk me through the, the, you know, the beginning of the show. First of all, was there an opening act? Uh, there was a hell of a DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, just to get the... So the DJ wasn't even <clears throat> on the stage. He was, like, at home plate. Oh, wow. That's even uh, so, so, like, he was just there hanging out and, like, getting people going and stuff and nice. playing, like, bangers at that time. I, I specifically remember one moment where he played All I Do Is Win oh. uh, for, from DJ Khaled. But that, and that song plays at Jay-Z concerts to rile the audience up because I remember yeah. people going crazy. And Which Jay Z show did you see? The uh, the four 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 tour? No, I saw the Magna Carter Holy Grail. One. Okay, and right, I gotcha. remember thinking, "Oh my God, I love this song!" And thinking, "I'm really too white. I should just sit down." Just sit down. We don't, and we don't want to see you dance. No, exactly as we uh, yeah. pointed out in the last episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, but yeah, so all I do is win is play, and that's like, and, and it's just the whole hype of the crowd, and the, and they're all doing the and then let a hand go up, you know. And then just, it's nuts, you know? And oh there's God. like all those bangers like that. And he may have played even some some JT stuff right. just to make get people excited or like NSYNC or something. And then how do the, how does it open? How does the, sh- like, how do they come onto the stage? Because they have to share the stage. Does one come out before the other? How's it go? Yeah, the show starts off with Holy Grail, which was off Jay-Z's album at the time. Yes. Uh, and Justin Timberlake is featured on that track. Mm-hmm. Um, and Justin Timberlake leads that track when it opens. Yes. So, I mean, all the lights kind of go off in a stadium, and uh, and then, you know, you hear the opening, like, piano licks of Holy Grail. Uh, there's, like, a beam of light, and there's, like, Justin Timberlake, you know, on one side, and and then out of nowhere, there's, you know, the massive Jay-Z that just comes out, you know, oh. and starts rapping. Um, but, but it's just, they're just kind of ripping off each other. Like they're not ripping off, they're riffing off each other. Um, and the band is like on fire already. And it's so just are like both, crazy. are both bands playing or is it yes. like when it's, oh, it is both bands. Yes. Oh, that's even cooler. So they're playing like different parts of songs, but like, you know, not obviously it could be syncopated or not. Right. But, uh, but, but they are, both bands are playing. And then the only time um the 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 respective bands didn't play was let's say it was jay-z's turn to be on stage where it was just jay-z's band right vice versa because there is a point in the set list where each artist gets a block of time their own material yeah Yeah, exactly so that's i mean it's it's what you expect when you see uh a show like that with with two sort of co-headliners yeah and i mean it's just uh it's a it's a crazy thing, you know. The set list consists of like thirty seven songs, um, and like, you know, the f- <laughs> the first nineteen songs, yes, are them together. Okay, so I uh, here is the burning question because I do not know the answer to this. Okay, did Justin sing? I just want to love you. Yeah, well, yeah, because 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 I just want to love you comes in. I think it was like third song. Yes. So Justin sings the. He sings the Pharrell part. Oh damn it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course yeah. he does. Actually, I may have even mistaken. That. I don't even think it's Pharrell. 
but it's someone that sounds like Pharrell. But anyways, the point is, um, don't roll your eyes at me. I am rolling my eyes at you. But I but can't the thing name is, who it is, but it's not Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know you have so it starts off with Holy Grail, then it goes seamlessly goes into Rock Your Body. So already right there, you're like, it's what? <laughs> that to me is such an interesting transition because those songs yeah. could not be more different. Hundred <laughs> percent. One is like super dark, and and the other is like, okay, everyone, let's dance. Okay. And then I just want to love you. Yeah. You know, and then they do a cover of like uh, "I Want You Back" from Jackson Five. That's right. that's uh, Justin Timberlake, but Jay Z is just there in the background. <laughs> so know? what? So what is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what happens if you know they're doing Holy Grail? It's the yeah. two of them together. And then Rock Your Body is just a Justin Timberlake song. What's Jay-Z yeah. doing? He's just like He's just hanging out. Okay. He's just hanging out, you know, just uh, maybe, you know, probably like hyping the crowd. I'm not saying probably as if I wasn't there, but like, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> just like hyping the crowd and being Jay-Z, you know, doing, uh, putting diamonds up and stuff. You know? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It's the iconic symbol. The iconic symbol of the diamond. <laughs> but, you know, so you mentioned before, it's 37 songs. So 18 of the songs were Jay-Z songs and 15 of them were Justin songs. Yeah. Two were like actual collaborations where like Holy Grail and Suit and Tie. Yeah. Those are officials. And then two were, were covers like the uh, uh, I Want You Back and um, not sure what the other one was, but it's... Yeah, uh, I'll get to that. Okay. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about that. But the, it, it's, it's crazy because how... Especially Jay-Z. Jay-Z's catalog is really, really massive. Yeah. But I think when I look at it, and I wasn't at the show, I think he really covered all the essentials. Did you feel that? It's definitely all the essentials. And and he always is able to throw in some, like, B-side in there okay. that people are familiar with. Like, for example, like, uh, like Excuse Me, Miss. Well, yeah, like, that, yeah uh, I noticed that. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he had even done... Um, like a hard knock, not hard hard knock life. Sorry, heart of the city. Right, uh, ain't no love, uh, which is which is a a low key banger. <laughs> but um, but for me, the thing people need to understand too is it's thirty seven songs. But if you've been to a hip hop show, yeah, you know it's not. Yeah, it's it's not the songs in their entirety. It's like the hardest hitting parts of the song, and then it'll transition to, to the next song. You know, so it gives the people what they want. That's what that's what's so wonderful about a rap show. Yeah, I I really think it's if you've never been to one and yeah. you don't think that you would enjoy yourself, you're wrong. You would. They cover all the bases. It's really really cool. It's quite yeah, an especially experience. someone like Jay Z. You know, I, I always go to like Jay Z and like Kanye West. They they know how to uh, put on a set list I agree. and to, just to cover all the bases of everyone to be like, yeah, okay, he did all that. You know? I've seen Kanye like three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah same or four for but anyways that'll be for another day. yes because i'm sure people will love us mm-hmm. um but but yeah but I, I there's a lot of bangers like senoritas there early in the set list yeah. like it's just like a you know uh on to the next one like come on my personal fa- on. my personal favorite big pimpin oh your personal that's such a jess song <laughs> isn't it <laughs> i i especially love when you rap it to me I uh, shan't. Maybe you should get that on. Uh, maybe should we? Maybe you should record yourself, and we can uh, post. I don't think so. I think that's. You okay. know what? We're gonna have to start charging for the podcast okay. if I start singing. Yeah. 
That's true. Actually, That's we're gonna have, we're gonna have to start paying people to listen to the podcast if I if you start, start singing or rapping, especially. <laughs> if you thought Jess's singing voice was bad, wait till you hear her rap. It's worse, and it's um, it's scared G on occasion. Yeah, I don't. That's just why we're doing this by Zoom. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, what what song? Okay, n- pick one song from each artist that you absolutely wanted to hear going into that night. For me, I I gotta do like. Because I just want to love you from Jay Z. Mm-hmm. When the when that first like beat kicks in, especially live, woo, it it gets people going. Yeah. Like, and and I love I love the chorus, and uh, so for me that was like a like and I, and you know he's gonna play if he doesn't play it then you've been ripped off but. But that's definitely uh, you you need to hear that live. Has he never not played it? No, probably not. Okay. The times that I've seen him, he's played it. Yeah. Because um, it's a hit, you know what I mean? Um, and then for Justin Timberlake, um, that's a good one. I, I feel like, you know, I would have loved to have heard uh, Drink You Away, but it wasn't released yet. Okay, so hard for him to play that. So hard for him to play that right there. But uh, Senorita is always fun. Yeah. And read is fun. It gets the it gets the, the crowd singing too, the girl part, the guy part. True, yeah, those yeah. are those are good picks. I yeah. um, I mean, the, the thing with Justin Timberlake is he's got a lot of really memorable songs that got a lot yeah. of radio airplay, but that are also really popular. So, you know, Crimea River. As much as you've heard it, when you see it live, yeah, you want to hear it's it. It's different. It is. It you it, and it's big. It sounds big when you hear it live. Oh yeah, um, but uh, but those are my picks for the songs I, I hope to hear, and I did hear them. So nice. I um, any any songs you were disappointed by? Disappointed by no. But are we going through bathroom break song? Is not that what yet. we're doing? Not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay, so you're trying to trick me here. Mm-hmm. No, hmm. just you know, songs that you thought, oh, I, you know, either new ones or eh, you could have left off. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Not now. Not really. No, okay. that's that's solid. That was a solid set. Solid set. When we get to bathroom break, then I'll. What get do you that. What do you think goes through their minds? Like, do they sit down and go, "Yeah, I really like that song of yours. Can you add it to the list?" Do you think that they go, "Okay, I'll I'll pick your set list and you pick mine." That would be nuts. If that that's would how be that so works. cool. Let's uh, let's pitch that actually to let's, someone. We have to pitch a lot of people. I know, but I'm I mean sure. that's an interesting way to look at it. But I think it's just more of a, obviously extensive rehearsing to see what would work best, also with the bands. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think I think if you go to a a Jay Z show solo mm-hmm. and a JT show solo they will most probably play all these songs you heard that night. True. But but they'll add extra ones to make the show, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. You know? And in the case of JT, he's going to play most of the songs in their entirety, unless yeah. it's like Push Her Love Girl, which is like 11 minutes long. Correct. Uh, but 
with Jay-Z, you're going to get the same, the same Jay-Z that you're going to get that night is what you're going to yeah. get when you see him solo. Yeah, I think the times I've seen Jay-Z solo, I think he does uh, something around the 28, 28 to 30 tracks right. on the set list. Um, some of them are in full and some are, are not. So there's a, he usually does like a, med, like a medley part where like he'll hit after hit. True. Like, you know what I mean? But, but I mean, it's definitely a show that you'll be satisfied with, especially seeing the both of them together. Mm-hmm. You know, on such an iconic building. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. Uh, venues really make the shows sometimes. Yeah. And you, know, you always expect like, oh, stadium, the sound's going to be crap. No, but no, no, I it's... think they've they've figured, especially in the states. I've been to a couple of stadium shows, and they've really figured out the. Yeah. I think we've we've sort of been scarred by the Olympic Stadium, and and just to, quickly, if you've never been to the Olympic Stadium in Montreal, it, for a show, yeah, for a show, the sound yeah. is unfortunately really, really, really bad, and the acoustics. I don't I don't know what makes it so terrible, but the acoustics are horrific. It's constantly echoing. Yeah. So you never, yeah. you're never actually hearing what's going on. It's not, you even, know, it's not even good for a sporting event, unfortunately. That's true. But you know what? I, I had off to a, a little, little tangent here. Mm-hmm. I had seen Genesis with Phil Collins at right. Olympic Stadium in Montreal. And I, I don't remember the sound being bad. Like, I feel like Genesis, if they would have, you know, right. wanted to do a show, they would probably, would've, you know, I think especially like someone like Phil Collins, who, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is very vocal about how things are. Uh, I don't, anyways, I, 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 that's like the two shows that I, one of the two shows I saw there and okay. the sound was okay. Yeah. I just, you know, I think like a place like Fenway, yeah. so iconic, so legendary, and so used to having, like the Olympic stadium is not the, yeah, no, the venue, it's not a concert venue. So they're at Fenway, you know, they've got every summer. Exactly. They've always got you know, Foo Fighters mm-hmm. play there and things like that. It's it's pretty epic. So that's that's kind of um, Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing. Um so the set list, I'm looking at it again cuz I just can't get mm-hmm. over how great it is. Yeah. Um did you think when they did their individual sets? Yeah. Which one did you think was stronger? While you're thinking about that, yeah. There are, you know, Justin Timberlake. Jay Z goes before. Yeah, he goes before JT. Yeah. And I think that I think that how it works is they used to flip a coin. Do, do they really? Something like that. Yeah. Who that's goes on first? That's very cool. So they could change it up every night, but um, I would have to go with Jay Z just because. I don't. I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but I mean, Boston's a very urban city. So, I mean, the vibe for Jay-Z was totally different than the vibe for Justin Timberlake. They were both great vibes. One was more girly, um, the girls going nuts and whatever. And then you had Jay-Z there doing his, like, you know, his big shit. And, like, he's he's Jay-Z, you know what I mean? Put your diamonds up. Interesting. Just looking at it, I would also have to say Jay-Z. Like, I wasn't there, but I would also... I mean, I love Justin Timberlake, but I agree. Yeah. With you. Justin Timberlake it's is the different. showman. Yes, exactly. And Jay Z is he's there. He's he's the rhyme master. He's there. He's there to like you know, tear yeah, your ears off. Exactly. And then when they go to end the show, mm-hmm. so they open with Holy Grail. They close with suit and tie, and then Young Forever. Young Forever. Yeah. 
which has become the Jay-Z closer. Yeah, I like that song a lot, though. Um, there's yeah. the, that live version of it. With Beyonce? With Beyonce. That's, I love that yeah. version. But Suit and Tie or Holy Grail, which is the better song? I'm Holy I'm really asking the t- the tough questions tonight. Holy Grail. I agree. Because it's it's hard. It is. It's and, it's, and it hypes you. It hypes oh, yeah. you. Suit and tie is 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 good. It's it's classy. The excuse me. The lead in <laughs> for Holy to Grail. Holy Grail just yeah. before Jay Z comes into the song. Yeah. That's yeah. epic. Yeah, yeah. Before the beat drops. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, include yeah. that on our playlist for sure because if you haven't heard yeah, that song, sure. you absolutely need to listen to it. Yeah, if you haven't heard Holy Grail, though, what the hell? Um, <laughs> but I mean, something interesting happening th- happened throughout the set list, and uh, and uh, so <laughs> this is why I wanted to talk to you about it. Please. Being in fe- at at Fenway and talking about the New York Yankees caps. And stuff. Oh yes. Um, but you know, uh, <laughs> Jay Z comes off and does Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, also certified banger, mm-hmm. uh, but then out of nowhere, uh, proceeds to play uh, New York, New York over the speakers. No, yeah, way to go, Jay Z. So, <laughs> what's the reaction the, in the crowd? The <laughs> there's the dudes near me that are wearing the uh, mm-hmm. the the. the the Yankees caps or literally like fl- like flaring their caps in the air and then there's like half the stadium that's like boo you know because like you're playing in New York oh <laughs> in God. Fenway Park like I I'm a Yankees fan and like I know by visiting the park that like um you can't you can't talk about the Yankees no no Fenway. it's blasphemous like, you can't do that so there's Jay-Z's like oh I'm gonna play this, this Sinatra track right now just off the top um Wait. so here we go Okay, so the, he didn't. I saw it on the set list, but I was wondering if somebody had sung it or if it was. No, it was on just, the track. It was, it was just the track. Okay, got it. I specifically remember Jay Z, like, you know, coordinating with the crowd to like sing along. <laughs> it's it's really ballsy of him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's Jay Z, so he can kind of get yeah. away with whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. So he oh, did it. Oh my god! So at that point. Most of the set list had played. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you've just, you know, they got your money. You're watching this. And yeah. if you're from Boston, well, you're going to listen to New yeah. York, New York. Because it goes into Empire State of Mind. That's okay. what the whole well, you know, that makes, thing is. Okay. But, but still, like either you play one or the other. You know what I mean? No. No, why not? Let's, okay. No. Nah. I think you just got to go big or go home. It's what yeah. it is. Okay. So now th- th- at that point, you've seen most of the set list. I'm going to ask you the Famous question. Mm. What was your bathroom break song? So, uh, to clarify, I did not uh, use the restroom during the show. Okay. But if I had to, if I had to, do I give you one of each or do I give you just one? No, let's do one of each. Let's make it more interesting. Okay. For Jay-Z, I would do uh, Hard Knock Life. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> And um, Justin Timberlake, very interesting here. Very, very interesting. 
Probably tunnel vision. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. It's too long. Yeah, it is, and it's a bit... Yeah, it, it just drags. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, okay, th- that one's a good one. What the about hot- you? What would have been your bathroom break? Um, I'm not sure, because... I'm not, I'm really... Oh, no, I'm asking the burning questions. Yeah. I... Okay, I know this is really unpopular, but take back the night. You know what the thing is? I can't even remember how it goes. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but that's the one, that's the one that I, I, I could do without for Justin Timberlake. And... For Jay-Z, I actually can't pick one. Wow. Nope. What you're saying, it's the perfect set list on Jay-Z. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is actually. For for someone like me, who... (laughs) No, I'm not, not, you know, it's just... I learned to appreciate Jay-Z fairly recently. I mean, it's, it's been a while, and... I'll sh- if I sh- share a quick story, I had absolutely no knowledge of rap before I met you. And mm. you were, I mean, I knew a bit of it, but you were the one, you were like, okay, I'm going to lend you these CDs, now listen to this, and listen to, you know, these are the essential tracks and whatever. And without your coaching, I would never have gotten into it. Wow, I'm, I'm honored. I'm going to share a story. My, my, uh, my uncle was into rap at one point. And my grandmother told him that rap was going to be just a phase. So um, it didn't work out like that for her, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but rap just wasn't, it just wasn't something that my parents listened to or that yeah. I had, you know, cousins or, or, or people that listened to. And I really would have to say that when I moved to Montreal and you and I became friends, that's when I, I discovered especially Jay-Z and Kanye West, but more so Jay-Z. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it's what led me to go see him, uh, you know, uh, on, uh, on his own tour. And well, I appreciate yeah. that. So, uh, you listeners know that, uh, I, uh, yep. you know, hey, listen, I coached Jess. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's fun to be open to, to the different kinds of, mu- to the different kinds of music that we, you know, we embrace all kinds of music. And I think that that's really, that's really fun. And, and that's the core of this of this show. Exactly. And one of the things about this particular show is that it really is a clash of genres, but they mm-hmm. made it work. And yeah. one of the things was the chemistry. So I read a, a, a review, Rolling Stone magazine, this guy named Jeff Rosenthal. He said that the chemistry between the two artists was something else. He said, quote, watching Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z interact on stage feels like the two have been forever friends and collaborators did you feel that did you feel that way when you were watching them on stage yeah i mean here's the thing the i you feel the presence of them you know like they're on stage there they look like they like each other and everything you know what i mean but the problem for me is being in a venue that of that size there's kind of a disconnect at some point you know what i mean if you were probably in like, you know, the first 10 rows on the, on, on the ground, then you could be like, holy shit, they're really, 
they're really vibing doing off well each other. they're really vibing off each other but you can see from like a screen or whatever like that yeah they get along very well and and i mean it wouldn't work if if did you they feel, were assholes to each other you did know you feel like they were competing or no i didn't feel that at all that it was like real camaraderie yeah real camaraderie camaraderie and just like they're like cheering each other on you know what i mean do you think one of the two was stronger than the other yeah i guess go back goes back to jay-z right but just yeah. overall and even in terms of not just the but just of stage presence not yeah even jay-z just, is yeah. always up there okay. he brings his a game all the time hmm. yeah and then to close the set with uh, uh young, forever. young young forever excuse me and i have the whole forty-five thousand people singing that song you know it's pretty epic yeah you know what I mean? Like Did people have the like lighters. lighters? And shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Were there any like fireworks or anything like that to close the show, or was it just the no? Hmm. Just a there was a really good light show. The stage was really incredible. Like right. I said, it was like a boxed stage with like layers within it uh, for the for the band, and the band was like on different levels of the stage, um, and I mean lots of colors and uh, yeah, it was just a, a great great show, great show, and I it's, I don't think it would I don't think it would happen again. I mean. So you really think that it was a once in a lifetime event? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it was only fourteen dates, and it's imagine, and, and a lot of month. those sh- were double shows. Wow. So think it's probably like uh, you know nine shows, in nine cities. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's again, it's a once in a lifetime event, and it's it's very cool, and I'm glad that you got to to see that. Um, out of the two artists. Which one are you looking forward to seeing the most again? Oh, I'll go with Justin Timberlake. Okay. He always puts on a great show. He really does put on a great show. We're um, gonna, we're gonna have to look at that in an episode yeah, down the line because for sure. Uh, you know the thing is, it's actually interesting and fitting that both those artists, the last albums they put out, were mediocre. Yeah. Um. So it's weird how. And both their tours were mediocre too, because I saw both of them on their respective tours for both those albums. Which um, album, Man of the Woods and uh, and Four Forty Four. There you go, from Jay Z, uh, which was his like reflective album, you know. But uh, after the whole Beyonce thing, right? Yes. But um, right. But I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, they were both. I just just Justin Timberlake is like I look forward to the musicianship and like the overall um i love his band yeah i love his band like i freak out over the band i think i might like the band more than him <laughs> like i'm i just i'm like i need to know what's going on here you know but uh but jay-z too i mean it's always great to see and i would definitely not not go see him but i i'm looking forward to uh see timberlake again that'll be cool well hopefully that's sooner rather than later yeah and that'd be great be able to see either i'll take either one at this point Yes. I would just love to see either one of them. Um, we talked about a lot of songs during this episode and every other episode before this. And we put together this really great playlist, Concert Goers Playlist, where we add all of the songs that we talk about during all of the episodes. Literally, the, all of them. It is the only place where you are now going to find... Um, Elton John, Fleetwood Mac, Tony Bennett, Bruno Mars, Jay-Z, and Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Wow. Put that on shuffle. (laughs) Uh, Some of the songs probably um, just 
make sure that if you're playing it in a, a public place or whatever, that you just make sure that it's not too loud. Make sure. <laughs> and That's just you, being forewarning. If you, um, if you want to follow us on uh, your respective social media accounts, G, can you let us know what, how we can do that? Yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the concert goers. Follow us there. And uh, we put up fun stuff. Yeah. Join us. Join the join the groupies. Join the conversation. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, join the conversation. <laughs> Thank Jess, you, did you so have fun? much. I did have a lot of fun. I really yeah. did. You, know, you live vicariously through me. I did. I'm really okay. glad. Thank you so much for sharing those memories because it's always something when you when you weren't at the show, but yeah, somebody paints a really good picture and you can uh, you can sort of live vicariously through them as I did uh, through you tonight. And uh, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to our next episode. Not sure what that's going to be yet, but... As am I. As am I. It's going to be fun. So that's going to wrap it up for us for our fifth episode. Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake, the Legends of Summer Tour at Fenway Park in Boston. I'm Jessica Dion. And I'm Johnny Fiasque, and we're the concert goers. Thanks for listening, everyone. The Concert Goers is written and produced by Jessica Dion. With your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. The Concert Goers is produced in association with Snob Media.